0: Today's program has been brought to you by Cane Vineyard and Winery, a Napa Valley winery committed to respecting the soil and dedicated to the creation of three Cabernet blends. For more information, visit cane5.com. Broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn, you're listening to Heritage Radio Network.org. Uh.
1: Morning, everybody. Morning after live Roberta's Heritage Radio Network.org. Oh, we lost our music there early. I'm um, really excited <laughs> about today's show. Um, the president of the network is in studio, so everyone, please. Um,
0: You're about to hear a live broadcast. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> uh,
1: Jack Ginsley, president of the network, is in studio. We're going to get a call in from our good friend James Melios, owner and operator. Of uh,
0: a great restaurant in Midtown. I've got to go there, man. He's yeah. been on the show so many times. I got to go check that place out.
1: And uh, this is the first time we're doing this, and I, I'm super excited because I, I can't I can't say anything about like the the music that we've had on before. Of course, it's it's been good, yeah. uh, but it's not necessarily a genre that, <laughs> that I look for. And Peels is Peels band is in house today, and I have the names yeah. here in front of me, but bear with me. Um, Justin Lawless, Jenna Wise Berman. Brian Goodhart and Bradley Nelson. I love these American names. They make it so much easier. Um, <laughs> and they're in studio today. They're going to be playing us out every uh, every break, and then they're going to do a live thing, and then we might do a spoken word thing we talked about. I don't know if creatively we're on the same page, but we're talking about it. What a wild week with everything going on in the industry. <clears throat> you know, Jesse Kiefer, the producer of the show, we had a big meeting yesterday on the phone, um, on iPhones. You know, it's very progressive here at the morning after we talked about the direction of the show specifically in july and august a lot of people food people are in town this is a time we kind of get our energy back go on vacations and stuff so we kind of we wanted to give a little bit some love to the network on top of the fact of explore the morning after we're coming up on our one-year anniversary yeah and kind of see where, where where we're pushing so we we called the president of the network to come in and kind of give us a little report card.
0: Here I am. Oh, a report card for the no, morning after. No,
1: well, no, just kind of come hang out, Jack Inslee, okay. What's up, man?
0: It's weird to be a guest.
1: Uh, well, I saw you well, you, were, you were you started here many years ago, and yeah. you were the engineer here on Sundays, on top of like all your other responsibilities, right? And now you're running sort of the the network has become a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit,
0: yeah. And Erin Fairbanks uh, deserves a whole lot of credit. She just came on as executive director, and she's kind of She's turning the cool clubhouse thing into like a real organization, a lot of t- you know, with a lot real standards. And a lot of titles, a lot of titles, titles getting floated around. Yeah, I know.
1: Feel coming like a General Electric kind of company. <laughs> a lot of vice presidents. Um, so, so talk to me a little bit about. Uh, after the NPO status and uh, where we're at is. an I can
0: make a few announcements. We've got Joe Campanelli is going to be hosting a wine show every Wednesday called In the Drink. He owns uh, Delanima and a bunch of other places Delanima, that I, that L- I can't Lartuzzi, pronounce. L'Artuzzi. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lartuzi yeah, right. And he
1: has a third location opening up. Yeah, yeah
0: he does. And oh, he runs marathons and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Charismatic dude. So we've got a show with him. We've got uh, a few other shows in the works, like a, a kid's show. Are cooking for kids is that
1: is that allowed here in robertus I, mean, I know right like i don't one. know if they allow children in this place <laughs> um a kid, so a kid show yeah okay. well, i guess i have to say great because you're here uh but, <laughs> but i mean no i mean it, it kind of makes sense it's uh, a
0: demographic we haven't yet reached you know and, four-year-olds five-year-olds yes
1: yes we're sort of like we're channel 13 now
0: right yeah
1: awesome um and Interesting enough, yesterday I'm on Facebook, like everyone else here, with nothing to do, and a, fr- a mutual friend was happened to be at the block party here, which oh, Robert man. is kind of is like the centerpiece of it. Yeah, and I saw you, and I told my girlfriend, I said, I said, hey, there's Jack in the background. <laughs> it's just like Bonnaroo photos, like you're in the background yeah. somewhere. Um, <clears throat> talk to me about the the block party Slingin yesterday. Swinging
0: ham sandwiches, man. Uh, I was running the Heritage Meat Shop slash radio sandwich stand with a uh, Caroline from the meat shop in Essex Street Market. So no. we had berkshire ham, uh, pickle butter, sea salt, pepper on a ciabatta bread. Now,
1: her- heritage uh, let's talk a little let's get a little bit more into history of, of our network oh, is her- Heritage Foods USA started by our our mentor, Mito Patrick, mentor, Martins, Patrick yeah. Martins who we all love. Um, and uh, there's they opened a division of the uh, butchery first shop retail
0: outlet essentially for heritage Foods who usually does mail order and wholesale to restaurants so they 've got all the cuts there basically they do uh, the cured hams the the country hams all that stuff so delicious stuff we were just selling sandwiches all day it's weird for me I never I've never done a real food thing you know i'm always like on the media it's side It's strange because
1: it. you're president of a food network so I know but it, all that, I do that makes is total
0: news. bureaucratic sense that you would be in this position if you don't, if you 've never worked in the food industry before well it's a radio station. See, I'm saying selling yeah. sandwiches. This is my first time, like, actually, actually being out there. Right, like, you know, in the field.
1: Can I, I have to let you know that I will be myself personally here as a host before we go on our one-year anniversary. I will be on a two-week hiatus. Um, uh, Amanda Freitag will be hosting one of those weeks. That's awesome. Um, and possibly uh, Jesse Kiefer herself, maybe Pants St- yeah. Pan Stubbs, maybe um, Jen Tulloch will be uh, hosting another week here. I, I, need, I need to get my rest. Jesse
0: Kiefer is awesome, by the way.
1: Um. So, a little bit more about kind of where we see the network going forward in terms of like taking outside of the like the, the funness of it. Like, basically, we're in the podcast world. We're competing with other podcasts. Right. Radio is sort of not necessarily dead; people listen to it, but we're in a podcast competition.
0: Yeah. I mean, I also want to, uh, you know, the live stream now works on any device that you can find. And when we're not doing live shows, we're playing edited highlights of the best moments on radio. You get Michael Pollan, you get some musicians, you get all the best moments are cycling through. So, uh, you know, our report at Bonnaroo. So when you tune into that live stream, anytime, 24 hours a day, you can always hear something awesome. And... I imagine, you know, car radios will start picking up internet radio. We're going to have Stitcher soon as another outlet for people to listen to. I just want more people tuning into it as a radio station.
1: Yeah, uh, but know? I think the biggest pitch for, for us as what we, what we are is, is uh, I, I guess PLs can attest to this, the whole crew here, is anyone, no, uh, there, there's no one I know that listens to anything live. It's very yeah, difficult. Maybe the, the opening truth. ceremony of, uh, of the Olympics, people like sat down and watched that live. There are very few events now that anyone listens to anything live.
0: Sports, like one of the only things left.
1: Yeah, but but still, you might catch like that on sports and But I a feel way, like yeah. that's sort of where we're all headed, and spe- specifically totally. with our network and how um how in touch it is with what's going on with food uh the morning after try so we've always kind of been on the outskirts of the network where we try to do a little bit more sort of pop culture-y kind of stuff and not take things too serious you know i do want to save something i don't i haven't figured out what i want to save yet but i do want to save something (laughs) something that's important in my life but uh but thank you for for sort of all your hard work here the first year of the the morning after and sort of um
0: thank you with, with
1: the network uh, any other little things I should know? When am I getting canceled, I guess? Is what
0: when I are you me. getting canceled? I, oh, I think everybody should buy a T-shirt and become a member of the network. We're a nonprofit organization. The T-shirt do- is a donation. It's a $25 donation. Or you can become a, a member for a year for 60 bucks. You get a membership card. gives you discounts at certain food outlets and restaurants and stuff. We're working on building that all out right now. So that would be uh, what I encourage any fan of the show to do. Well,
1: Jack Kinsley, thank you for your time.
0: Thanks for having me, man.
1: Anytime. Uh, I'm going to step out so the band can play. Oh, yes, we will be be playing out here. But I wanted to bring up one other thing that I love this time of year, which is Tales of the Cocktail, which is a cocktail-based event. It happens in New Orleans every year, but it's like anything else. We were talking about Bonnaroo before. This is kind of something that started grassroots and got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and some facts that are out there about this specific event. Um, it started in 2003. The number of volunteers have grown. You know, ha- you know, every year it gets it doubles in size. And what it is is, every, you know, you want to call it mixologist or uh, bartender or barkeep or whatever you want to call them. They go down to New Orleans every year and meet up with each other it's sponsored by a lot of liquor companies and talk about cocktails and everything um, and I had to give that a plug this happened this week I think it's one of the really fun events that anyone outside of the industry if they are allowed to go they should check out but I'm looking here at Peel's area they have uh, their handing notes together here they're gonna play us out here for our first uh, our first break uh, guys what song What song are we gonna hear it's, uh, R&R R&R yeah. okay Here we go. Morning after, we have a couple of good friends on the air right now. Forty Four Communications, Alexandra Hines and Chris Langley, somewhere in America. Where are you guys?
2: Hi, we're doing well.
1: are you guys? How's it going? What's up? What's up, kids? I know you're super busy. Uh, where are you guys right now? I know you're in two different locations. Are you in uh, the New England area?
2: Yep, we're both in Massachusetts. Um, I'm seeing my family on the Cape, and Chris is in the city.
1: Let's talk about Outside Lands because this is sort of the. Uh, we talk about you know batman's out now we have the last installment now the last installment for 44 communications as far as my world includes is we had gugamooga we had Boneru, and now we're on outside lands which is very similar to gugamooga in a sense but it's a lot but a lot bigger a lot more established happening in san francisco guys talk a little bit about that
2: yeah, Gugamug is sort of a hybrid of. Um, I mean, Outside Lands is sort of a hybrid of Gugamug and Bonnaroo. It's heavy on the music. There's almost 100 acts over three days, and then there's about 200 different food, wine, and this year for the first time ever, uh, beer options. So it's it's almost like the most amazing West Coast food festival meets like a world class music concert.
1: In the sense that you show up and you get tickets and you, you go around, and you do some tastings and stuff. That's it, it, the the grammar of it works just like Guga Muga?
2: Yep, exactly. Well, good, yeah. There I is think, um... Um, there's a tent called Winelands, and you can try almost 40 different vineyards' wine in Winelands. And then there's Beer Lands this year, where there are about uh, 17 different breweries all California. And then there's a taste of the Bay Area, where you have um, some of the city's best restaurants.
1: Chris, you were saying something. What's up?
3: Yeah, you know, it's it's the perfect setting, really, for you know for this type of festival too. I mean, you're you're right smack in the middle of Golden Gate Park, um, you know, which you know if anyone hasn't been to, it's it's um, you know there's a lot of different open areas, and this particular area of the of the park where the festival takes place is in the Polo Grounds area. where there's an opportunity for some of these great restaurants from the Bay Area to be lined up on the other side of the, you know, of the actual polo grounds with a huge main stage for music on the end. So what's great is, you know, you can you can pick up some, you know, some ahi tuna and then roll over, get a glass of wine, and then merely steps away, you can see some of the best music in the world. And, um, you know, for us, it's really it was really the first sign of, you know, the perfect blend of music, wine, and food, and now the addition of beer lands this year really completes the picture.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I think one of the things I noticed that... We noticed that Bonnaroo was... Um, after, you know, that was my that was my first Bonnaroo. I was there, you guys saw me there. I was, like, dressed for a prom or something. You know, <laughs> I, I was there... You know, I was there for about 24 hours, and I, I kind of got the culture of what our, our friends at Superfly Presents, like, put out there, and I kind of got the idea... After being at gugamuga that they really were trying to apply some of the same culinary things at Bonaroo, but Bonaroo being as as respected as it is in the music scene, um, trying to bring food in without intruding on that and making it you know like too too much um, and. Uh, we, we really enjoyed covering it. One of the things that myself and Jesse really loved was that one specific section where there was a lot of uh, s- food vendors. Um, uh-huh. um, can you guys talk a little bit about that little section that was at Bonnaroo?
2: Yeah, because sure. Um, I, think, the, uh, I think you know, Superfly. The
1: yeah, is the trucks. Really yeah, the trucks are looking
2: to where the festival is and kind of honoring like what's going to work within that atmosphere and that part of the country. So at Bonroo they have the food truck oasis, which is probably what you're referring to, and that's where there Correct. are like nine different food trucks, um, all from the southeast, um, coming in and serving great variations of street food. So yeah, it keeps it casual. There's A nice young demographic at Bonnaroo. It's very hot. You kind of want to get your food and catch a show, but they still have done a great job of bringing in regional trucks, a lot of them sourcing locally, and putting out a really diverse menu.
1: Yeah, that's where we did our sort of our 60 minutes interpretation. Like, we we went in that area, and I, like, I literally walked into every kitchen. It was, like, with my, like, like that Chris Hansen guy. I, I walked in with a microphone, like, hey, what's going on in here? Like, we're just making food you know for for everybody it was it was like 12 o'clock in the afternoon and i you know after being there for that day i didn't realize that they had to serve about 2000 people I was like, okay, great. Where are you guys sourcing from? Where is this? Where is that? So, so it, it, was, it was hysterical. But I want to I wanna concentrate because I don't think that uh, your company gets, you know, you sort of PR companies, you just hear a lot about what they cover and what they represent. But this is sort of a grassroots company. Uh, 44 Communications, I think, has some, a derivative of Syracuse University where Chris went to, uh, to school. You guys, are, you guys are friends. But can you guys talk a little bit about what the, the company and what the, what the focus is?
3: Um, we, uh, Alexander and I have been working together um, well, I've known Alexander for for several years now, but combined we've been doing food focused PR for close to 13 years now Um, we met at a great agency in New York where we both worked called Bullfrog and Bound, which you're you're probably familiar with and um, we, you know, kind of went off and decided to open up this agency, which overall has a lifestyle um, appeal to it, but lifestyle focus but a, you know a huge part of that is a focus on on food and beverage and we were fortunate enough to meet superfly um early on in the the company's early beginnings and you know they got us involved immediately in outside land and um in addition to the to the work we do with them we work with some great restaurants uh up in new england uh primarily in the boston area uh and certainly we've, we've done some some nice work down here in new york as well
1: and anyone that wants to uh, be involved in Outside Lands and just go on the, I think, Super, what is it, Superfly Presents website or Outside uh-huh. Lands, just Google any of those. Yes. Kind of yeah, they
2: Superfly go to co-produces it with com. Another Planet Entertainment, so you can check out sFoutsidelands.com for all the info.
1: Well, Alexandra Hines and Chris Langley, I want to thank you guys for your time. Let's, uh, I'll, I, it's funny, I always run into you guys in the most precarious places. Um, <laughs> hopefully I'll see you out in, in Frisco, uh, you know, at, in about, what is it? When is it actually actually, what's the date of the event?
2: It's two weekends from now. It's um, August 10th to the 12th.
1: Perfect. Thank you, guys.
2: Yeah, thank thanks, you. Thanks for
1: having us on the show. Anytime, anytime. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, Beels, how are you? Do you guys want to do this uh, spoken word thing or no?
4: What is it exactly?
1: Yeah. Oh, what's going on in there? <laughs> all right. Everyone's all mad at me right now. <laughs> no, that's awesome that uh, we got to sp- speak to Alexander and Chris. These are the guys that sort of do the PR side of the uh, the, f- the food side of a lot of these events. Specifically, like, you know, have, have you guys ever been to Bon I mean, you guys seem pretty... Have you guys been to Bonnaroo? Have I you guys ever gone to that event? To that event? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, bring, bring soap and a yeah. tent <laughs> and... You know, don't show up like me with nothing, and then sleep like have to like you know like get into somebody's tent and sleep on the floor. And but it's it's, it, 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 it's one of those big I- it's one of those big idea things where you're like, yeah, no, 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 I'm gonna go show up. No, I'll find something. I'll find something out. And then like at the end of the event, somebody's like, "Where are you staying?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'll, I'll probably just like maybe find a hotel." And like, there's no hotel. Like we're in the middle of like ten- there's nothing around here. I don't. I'm like. Oh Jesus Christ.
4: Jason, I, I feel like you uh you slept on my like flannel shirt as that was your pillow. Oh no, well <laughs>
1: no I the jacket I'm wearing now it was my pillow. Um, I used whatever you guys had in that little that truck. Um, it's and like a towel or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> I woke up at like eight o'clock in the morning, I felt like a million dollars and it was raining and I knock on this guy's window who was driving outside of the festivities i was like hey can you drive me to the holiday inn he's like i guess i was like well is it really that weird that i'm asking you for this like we're in the middle of a campsite like so i end up driving with this guy and like his girlfriend or something And he's like why are you here i said well i'm covering it for our show why are you here he's like Oh, like uh, my dad's one of the Beach Boys or something. I don't, I don't know whatever whatever it was. But he dropped me off, um, and I got picked up, and it was a great, uh, great experience. But we're gonna get taken out here by. Uh, we have another song coming out. Life heals. Here we go. One two three four.
5: I was I was never into a part of my mind
1: After we're back, Pam Stubbs in the house coming into the corner here, running over the gauntlet of speakers and George Harrison guitars and <laughs> everything else. There we go. Alright. Alright. Jump over. Here we go. We got your mic set up. Do you mind if she steals your headphones for two seconds? Okay. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Is, am I wrong? Uh, uh Peels, um, am I wrong to say that, isn't that the, like the, George Harry like that John Lennon, is this like kind of no, bluesy, like old C- captain? He, he used the, the Epiphone. Yeah, that was Casio. an Epiphone okay.
6: Casino. Casino, this Casino. is a Gretsch.
1: Oh, yes. So
6: yeah. It's very similar looking
1: out The Epiphone Gretschino <laughs> rule, I forgot about <laughs> that. exactly right. Um, how are you? Good, how are you? Identify yourself, please. Uh, Pam Stubbs. Yes, Pam Stubbs, a good friend. Um, you know, I was in a meeting, and I can't say where I was in this meeting, but something came up that you are the uh, Corin, uh, which is a company that sells glassware. Yes. Um, this breakable.
7: Yes, we have them. Yes, are right, so <laughs> it is.
1: It is okay. So the, we
7: do. We y- have um their their wine our wine stems and our flutes are this special. I mean, when you say unbreakable less breakable.
1: Less breakable. Uh, I think we have, this is another thing we have Steve Jobs to thank for. Well, well interesting enough, when um, the whole Gorilla Glass, which actually is uh, an American-based company for the iPhone, when that whole thing came about, this in- introspection and in glass technology kind of pushed towards other R&D stuff and that trickles down into everything else. And I don't know if this is if this is where corn is coming out of, but I know they're doing this whole line of Less breakable Burgundies, Bordeaux that have the
7: elegance. Yes, of they're beautiful glasses. Yeah, and you guys are using them? We're using them. I mean, they're very thin glass still, so you get that nice, you know, nice wine glass feel. Um, and they do definitely. I mean, you can bang them against the table and they won't break.
1: So in a higher, volu- so, high, higher volume restaurant, you can actually kind of.
7: Yeah, you definitely. We definitely buy less glassware now than we were when we were using our first set.
1: When did this start?
7: Uh, we probably started buying those, I would I'd say, maybe like six months in. And now you're... And now we're almost a year old, so we've had them for about six months now. Yeah. Cam, Cam, I have a question.
4: Right? Yeah. Is, are, is that glassware
7: more expensive? Yes, it is, it okay. is more expensive, no. but you oh. kind of make up that um, extra expense by not having to purchase it as much, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I, I mean, there's still breakage. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like, if you drop a tray of them... They're gonna yeah. break because there is a weak spot in them, but um, but they are much less likely to break.
1: It's yes, I think it's it's I compared like to a four dollar per glass cost to like us seven dollar per glass cost for this particular. But uh, and let's let's move on from Glassworks. we don't want to alienate everybody. Because <laughs> um, I love talking about this stuff, but uh, Tortulia, yes yeah well, yes, talk to good. me what's up? Um, Hero food of food of but
7: uh, bigger kind of news is we're almost celebrating our one year anniversary, which oh. I think is kind of amazing and doing extremely well. It's very steadily busy still, and it's kind of crazy to me that a year has gone by. Yeah, I don't oh. feel like it's been a whole year. Well, but
1: opening you know it's opening a place awesome. and, and that whole all that crap that comes with that yeah. Lambs. <laughs> well <laughs> the, the the thing I always say about opening staff least management, is like their lambs to slaughter. I mean, it's just sad, but it's true. I mean, you know, you're talking about opening a place um, that's going to be busy no matter what, and there's nothing organized, and everything has to get in place, and there's a high-profile chef, but it's a little bit smaller place, and I think there was a family environment because everybody was... There was,
7: so- and we were actually just talking about it the other day. We were sitting at a meeting um, that almost our entire management staff has been here since the beginning and I thought that was you don't see that a lot in restaurants you no, there's usually a opening. lot of opening restaurants there's a lot of turnover in your management staff and i we don't almost everyone there our sous chef our CDC our general manager still there but a lot of that com- still there,
1: so. comes from Seamus Mullen I mean, true I mean a lot of it is a derivative of like the restaurant tour, the chef and absolutely now after working with Jesse Kiefer now who's you know good friends with, with Seamus and stuff mm-hmm. like that and seeing a little bit more about you know, and being friends with you, seeing a little more about the philosophy that goes behind him and the loyalty that he has as a chef, uh, it makes sense. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, it's not the case with a lot of a lot of openings. You know, <laughs> you always see. You know, it's like, oh, this guy, this guy opened this restaurant, and then you know, <laughs> a year and a half later, everybody's leaving. They go yeah. somewhere else. And
7: well, and yeah, a lot of us had worked with Seamus before too. And I said, I, I said to, them, to him the other day. I said, that's a testament to you that you've kept. Your team together yeah, for a year through an opening.
1: He's inspiring. Um, he seems like yeah, an inspiring. Yeah, he is. Guy he is very
7: him. inspiring. I, I lo- absolutely love working with him. He's have awesome,
1: you so. uh, have you listened to our friends here at uh, Peel? Not Peel's, not the restaurant, the group. Yes, the joke. <laughs> um, but I'm going to actually scoot this over here and um, <laughs> say hello to everybody. Can I start uh, directly across from me? Can you state your name and it's uh, uh, like that uh, that doors thing.
6: Uh, I'm Justin.
1: Justin, yes, That's correct. Justin's on vocals.
6: I uh, I sing things. I play and, guitar sometimes. And you play the guitar, sort of.
1: Um, then we have uh, Brian. Like, yeah, well, Brian over there. But it looks like Good. it's hysterical because we can't like have a huge drum set here. So he has this whole <laughs> Betty yeah, Betty Ross really like, Betty Ross thing going on over patriotic. there. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, his yeah. Betty Ross chic. You know. Yeah.
6: We put a, a nice little uh, knit thing blanket over our. What I brought, so it's red, yeah. white, and blue. That's it's why red, white and blue. say that, yeah, Because you can't see, but <laughs> it could be French too, though.
1: It could, it, depending <laughs> on it's which way you look at it. Dirty yes. little
6: secret. Wait. <laughs> um, and
1: I'm Jenna. N- Jenna, <laughs> Jenna, you're a new, necessarily new edition, but you're you're new to the to the group or band. I don't know. I'm not even cool anymore. I don't. know if- I mean, new to the band. I mean, what do I say, band or group or what?
4: Combo, either. Combo. Yeah, it's up to um, you. It's your show,
1: so. <coughs> well, yeah, but uh, you know, but uh, we're sort of a exploring, you know, uh, having more, a little bit more music here at the show. So, talk to me a little bit about where you guys are at creatively, because I, I like to hear the creative side of it. I don't, I mean, the new music and stuff like that, or where we can get it, we'll talk about later. But talk to me a little bit about the creative side.
4: Well, I joined the band probably what eight months ago or so. It was
6: December, I think, or January.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so not even that long ago. But they'd been playing for a while, and I was in another band called Household, and we played show. We played a show with them, and I left that band and came into this band, and it's immediately been snatched <laughs> her up. <But laughs> did
1: you guys have a, a? I hate to be a genderist. Do you ever you have a female vocalist before, or do you guys feel like you needed that, or just yeah. it was like whatever? We need somebody to sing.
6: It's. I mean, they're always. I think the idea of backing vocals and harmonies and things and after hearing her singing voice it was kind of like okay this has to happen so that's so sweet that's all there is to it so <laughs> well i love
4: your voice no i love, <laughs> no, I love yours more. do you want <laughs> to um, hug but uh,
1: since since that happened have you guys moved forward Cre- i mean Absolutely. creative. yeah i mean it's
6: it's you know there's definitely a dynamic before but readjusting with with jenna being around has been really awesome and you know like the the second song that we played is something that we really worked on a lot together and uh yeah definitely
1: but when you guys work on something together is that just you guys hanging out at a, co- a coffee shop or in the <laughs> studio I, I love this stuff i mean like you guys on the guitars and like that creative process how does that happen especially because you you know it's fairly new to both of you and it, You know when there's egos involved and people are intelligent and musically inept. uh, Sorry, inept. (laughs) uh, They they no. They tend to uh, you know things tend to 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 crash and burn.
4: That's that has happened with with bands for sure. Um, We all get along really well, and usually the way it works is Justin will kind of start working on a song and bring it into us, and we'll all work on that together and change it. I've recently started to. Some of my own songs I think we're going to maybe work on one of mine next um, And then It's fun, and they've also been super patient Because I was a drummer uh, And that's what I did in my last band And I did not know how to play the guitar at Are you all. serious? <laughs> I had no idea <laughs> what just I was learned? Doing. I just learned in the past few months, sort of I mean, I, I have a long way to go But they've been super awesome about Showing me, like, you know how to How to do that, basically So that's been fun
1: we obviously musically um, shouldn't be talented because <laughs> you're playing that, that. That's like a '57 Chevy or Cadillac. it's <laughs> I I mean, huge.
4: <laughs> and I, I need to get my own guitar too. I'm just I'm borrowing theirs for now. So um, I'll get on that.
1: And guys, what's up? So talk to me.
4: <laughs> I'm excited to be on a show about food because I think yeah. Well, yeah, so let's go, let's actually let's go into that.
1: Well, Jesse's freaking out now. I'm not talking about food. <laughs> but let's talk about food because food is a big part of traveling. You're on the road. I don't know if you guys travel a lot. And, you know, being in a, whatever, you're doing a van and going from place to place, you go to cool city to cool city. But sometimes you don't have time to proper nutrition.
6: <laughs> yeah, true. there's a lot of fries and you know, cheese, grilled cheese that happens really furtively before before the uh, before the show. But, or you, you
1: won't know. go. Or you won't go on. Yeah. Or we so won't go on. We'll yeah. pass
6: out. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 We need. We need Gruyere or we're not going to go on. Air. Exactly. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Green apples.
4: This is Swiss. Yes. Yeah. You also have to figure out which chains are good. I mean, we haven't really toured yet, but um, it, being in a band in general, you, when you're on tour, you have to kind of. There are towns where they only have it chain sucks. stores. It really sucks, mm, and mm. but you sort of find like I can definitely I kind of can definitely like tolerate Panera, and I look for that now. But yeah. then there are others that like I think are just horrible. S- so you've
1: been torn in New England.
4: It's <laughs> yeah. like a big
1: New England thing. <laughs> it
4: is that and Dunkin' Donuts, right? All over New per England. Croissant
6: with the egg and cheese can never go wrong with that.
1: But but is that like? because you don't have time doesn't that stuff slow you down I I hate that that's the only reason why like I I like it because so the other side of food like that whole four star world and then you have that other side which kind of like balances it out but it doesn't like it just it makes you feel like crap sometimes I mean like you know you you eat it or whatever but I kind of understand if you guys are like you know putting your money together and you're in a van and driving up to like uh, Connecticut, and then going to Portland, Maine, or whatever, and <laughs> popping in a place, and it's like, well, you can eat here, but it's an extra, like, $40, 40 50 dollars, you know, it's that kind That's of true. thing. Portland, well, Maine fa-
4: has great food. Uh, Portland, Maine's, right. in, yeah.
1: The fast food's actually preemptive, because we
6: drink a lot, because we're in a band, so <laughs> oh, yeah. we actually need to kind of absorb all of that alcohol that we will consume.
1: Talk know. to me about that, all that drinking, is that... Is that uh, you guys bring bottles of stuff, or you order? Sh- order we're not, we're stuff. Not, we're That's how that we get paid. Well, right? Yeah, well, a lot, of those, yeah, exactly. a lot of those venues would be like, well, we're uh, we're not gonna give you any money for the door, or this, but you guys could drink for free and kind of right. like whatever. Right.
4: All the
6: PBR you want, which is fine, really.
4: Yesterday I mean, we went. It. Yesterday we got food for free, which is always really yes. nice. Or, where was that? that? We were actually at Ripper's in Rockaway, which I think is owned by the, or run by the people that own the restaurant that we're sitting in right now. Roberta's. Probably. These
1: Roberta's guys are into everything. Yeah. yeah, so
4: they had something to do with that, and they make these amazing... Veggie burgers. Oh, they were awesome. so good. And fish sandwiches that were awesome with like huge chunks of avocado. Yes. Um, so that, it's always nice to get paid in food. Sometimes I prefer it to money, actually, <laughs> if it's really good. Well, where are
1: you guys from originally?
4: All over.
6: Yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Originally,
1: okay, ATL, but, uh, but there's a huge, interesting food scene happening in Atlanta right now. I mean, I don't know when you left there.
6: You um, been I've been here almost seven years. Yeah, so it's been a minute. I was still eating pizza, salads, and things when I left. So
4: pizza salad,
6: pizza and salad,
1: and everybody <laughs> and else. Where are you guys from?
4: Uh, I'm from Chicago.
1: Oh,
6: forget it. There we go. So I'm from Peoria, Illinois.
4: I'm from Western Mass, from Northampton, Massachusetts. So we're all from pretty good food places
1: Yeah, yeah. there's something going on in each place So uh, let's talk about the last song You guys are going to play us out uh, w- w- Is this Anything behind it or
4: Justin? Justin wrote this uh, one Justin? Uh, I don't know It
6: just kind of happened <laughs> Yeah Honestly You know um, I, I think in mind I had something a little different From the things that we were doing before um, so can I, of, but you,
1: did that happen after the new addition to the band, or?
6: I think it was. It kind of came together around the same time. Yeah, it's like, you know, the first I song it. we did with Jenna, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And I mean, a lot of our stuff for for me vocally has had a lot of reverb on it, and so I wanted to try to do something without. And I mean, today it's obviously a little different, but. Um, so yeah.
4: Yeah, this is the song you can hear hear his words right. in.
6: Yes. Yeah, Frighteningly enough. enough. That's fun. Yeah. I said
4: it.
1: <laughs> Awesome. Well, let's let's hear that song. You have you guys play us out. Uh, I want to remind everybody: this is the morning after. You can tune in to Twitter at the Jason Colucci. Um Also, we next couple of months before we go into September, we have a uh, Michael White. We have Amanda Freitag guest hosting, um, and a bunch of other fun things happening. Uh, tune in next week, next Sunday, three o'clock. All right, guys, here we go.
4: Well, and I just wanted to know where we can get their music and, and check them out online yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. There we go. What's our band camp?
6: Uh, it's Peels NYC at Bandcamp, and there's an EP up there right now um, that will be free, Uh four-song EP. Yeah. And uh, I think the the kind of kind of short-term goal is to get some recording done before the end of the year and get new stuff up, so...
4: Yeah, that will be free probably within, like, two hours. We're going to go change it. So (laughs) um, peelsnyc.bandcamp.com. There we go. Thanks for having us. One, two, three, four. (laughs)